spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken LaVica and Chris Coquel. The process isn't actually a process to win. The process is getting to the second round and losing every year. That's actually what the 76ers process is. Last night was hilarious. Ken Levicka live featuring Coquel. Subscribe to the podcast. Get it every day. It goes right to your phone. goes right to your tablet if you subscribe. And you just take it. You put it in your digital pocket. And you say, thank you. I'll listen to you later. And then you listen to it. You're happy. We're doing it for you. Ken Levicka live featuring Coquel podcast wherever you get your podcast. Rate it. Subscribe to it. And make it yours. Do us a favor. Mm-hmm. Have a friend. Download it also. Everyone listening, download it yourself and have a friend. Go into your no, don't go into your significant other's phone. That could cause trouble. Mm-mm. Don't do that. Go to a friend's phone and download the podcast. Subscribe, yeah. please. Like we're we're urging you. I'm begging. Please. You know what I'm saying, please. please. We love you. Please love us back. We broke benchmarks last week. Let's do it again this yeah. week, gang. Before we uh, make fun of the 76ers, uh, Alan Hahn, who was uh, on KJZ this morning uh, here on ESPN 106.3, 6 to 10, every single morning. It's AJZ, please. Yeah, yeah, it, it has been AJZ for quite some time. But Alan Hahn, um, who is filling in for Zubin Mahenti, uh, he had this point to make, just going back quickly to what we were discussing about uh, the, the load management, players resting, the rash of injuries in the NBA, whether the bubble and the start of this regular season and that expedited time off has uh, pretty much everything to do with these injury problems. And this was Alan Hahn's point. How is it any different than when you play in the Olympics? Because you don't go, it's not just two weeks of Olympics. It's also a couple of weeks before where you go into your training camp, where you play some exhibition, and then you go into the Olympics. So it's a couple of weeks. And then you got about a month, and then you get right back into your NBA season when you have Olympics. So it's a similar type of schedule that is a obviously, you know, but is where we are is a circumstance that you had to agree to. And the money was the biggest effect here for the players, for the league, for everyone. So to blame the league for it now, I, I just feel like it, it's, it doesn't make sense to create this animosity when it was unnecessary. No, it, it, it is not the same thing, and it does not make sense because the Olympics is once every four years, and we're talking about players who really didn't have a choice this time around. Also, the, it, LeBron's not talking about the time off between the seasons as the only difference. The Olympics, the only difference is the time off between mm-hmm. the seasons. They forced games into a shorter right. amount of time. Right. He's talking about the body's rest night after night. Yeah. That's what he's talking about, Alan. This actually doesn't have any sort of comparison to an Olympics year uh, and what happened with the bubble. And now you're right because uh, LeBron is talking about cramming 72 games in that expedited time frame. And with the Olympics, you're talking about 14 players. Right? You're talking about 14 players that have decided to represent their country once every four years as opposed to going to the bubble and everybody has to say, all right, we'll be ready to go by December 23rd. Like There is no comparison. That is not the same in any way, shape, or form. But listen to Alan Hahn, KJZ, every single uh, weekday, 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3. AJZ, then he's on first take, and he'll be following us. Alan. Actually, I don't know if he's going to be on. No, I, he hasn't been on his actual show in the better part of like a month and a half. 
Yeah. Well, then just listen to us, and when you're done, download the podcast and listen to us again. That's right, exactly. Uh, the 76ers lost last night. They were up by 26 points. They had a double-digit oh, lead with four and a half no. minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. No. Oh, it was glorious. The process. You hear so much about it. Joel Embiid, who has the worst balance of any big man I've ever seen. He loves I, to fall I down. mean, he loves falling. Um, but he. it is clear that the 76ers are about the closest thing to a one-man team that you're going to find. And by the way, uh, this is why I now don't think think the season is a fluke because you have the 76ers about to bow out in a disappointing manner and Doc Rivers losing huge playoff games. What's different from any other season? This isn't a fluke. This is the same as every other season. Don't do that, Ken. You can't make fun of Embiid and Doc. You talk about, and we hear about, Joel Embiid, transcendent big man. And Joel Embiid loves to tweet, 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 and get on social media and talk trash. And we make excuses. And then there's Ben Simmons. Oh, he hit a three. Oh, he came up short in the the defensive player of the year vote. That's unfair. Ben Simmons, what a ceiling. He's a superstar in the making. And then he does what he did last night and doesn't score in the second half and is a complete waste of time. Oh, Ken, don't, don't, don't do it. You're being mean. have, of I mean, course. just because Ben Simmons is a star that you can't play at the end of games, don't do that, Ken. I mean, can't you foul shots? He had to be pulled no. off the floor. He had to be pulled off the floor don't last do. night. We have Sixers fans in our audience. Don't do it, and Ken. And then you have the process. Oh, we heard about the process. Trust the process. It's the process. This is a team that purposely lost for six seasons because of the process. And then they started to win a little bit, and you said, oh, there it is. It worked. It's the process. Championship team. This core, Embiid and Simmons, what could go wrong? They're going to rule the East, and they're about to flame out again because Trey Young and the Hawks are just flat out outplaying them when it matters. John and Collins. And John Collins is a man. This has been his playoff coming out party, and it is so satisfying for all the reasons I just mentioned all of the hype that these guys get. No, Ken, don't. It Ken, is so satisfying. We have Sixers fans in the audience. Don't bring up Tobias Harris's max contract. Oh, Sixers no. fans, Sixers fans, listen to me. It is so great to see your team lose. No, it's Sixers nothing fans. against you, but it makes me feel warm inside to see the 76ers fail on the cusp of failing once again. Ooh, man, I, I, get, I have chills. Last night... Ken does not speak oh, for both of us, Sixers oh. fans. I think you're great. You're really nice people. Sixers are about to fall out of the playoffs again early, and a team that has a group of guys who, has, who have never been there before are about to knock them off. Ooh, man, I love to see the 76ers fail. I love it, I love it, I love it. I love when Joel Embiid loses. I love when Ben Simmons can't hit free throws. I love when he gets yanked off Ken, the floor late in games. Ken, I love don't, when don't. Tobias Harris has a max contract. I love when I hear about the process. Ken, and I don't. love when they're about to fall out early again. Ken, please. We have Sixers fans in the audience. We have the blue-collar toughness. Don't bring up how Capella is bullying the whole team around and bullying the whole city. Don't do that. By Ken, the way, no. when you have a sandwich that you put cheese whiz on, that's a poverty city. Which teams do you love to see fail? Which teams do you love to see fail? For me, the 76ers, oh. right there. For me in baseball, the Cubs, right there. I love to see him fail. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, when it comes to football, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, what? Jets. Zach Wilson, when he fails this year, when the Jets fail, and hopefully, uh, and hopefully, for my sake, he doesn't come and take over New York. 
I know, I know that it's going to drive me absolutely insane if he does, but the Jets, the Adam Gase Jets, were so satisfying to my soul. Which teams do you love to see fail? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's get petty. I don't care. What else are we doing today? Let's get petty. For me, the 76ers losing last night, and it's not just them losing, it's how they lost. And this is second straight game that they've lost in that manner. So what is the process? Like, would you would you rather have a team like the Heat who uh, disappointingly missed the playoffs in Dwayne Wade's final year? They have an aging core. You're not real sure what they're going to be next year, but they did get to an NBA Finals last season. Or a 76ers team that is going to be a top four seed every year. They're a top seed this year, but every year you know that they're out in round two. Or they're going to lose. Maybe they'll get to an Eastern Conference Finals, and that's their ceiling. I'd rather have the team that sporadically is going to get to the NBA Finals. I don't care how young the core is, how much, how high of a ceiling the core is, because I've seen enough of the 76ers to know that it's probably not there. You're going to bow out to the Hawks. You blew a 26-point lead at home. Sorry. At some point, a franchise just needs to come to the, the stark reality that you're cursed, and maybe the process isn't it. But which teams do you love to see fail? For me, it's the Sixers. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You're not going to like this? Yeah. There's nothing better than watching Ragarm lose at the end of the season and not <laughs> so make wait, playoffs. You're, so are you you like to see the Dolphins lose? The Dolphins. Or are you personal? It's personal with, with Tua. No, like, You want to see Tua fail. I, okay. I mean, Tua's just getting my Dolphin slander because I I like to see the Dolphins lose. But like for me... There's nothing worse than to me is Miami Dolphins, Miami yeah. Dolphins, number one. The song does kind of pl- suck. Or third place every year <laughs> at 88. Uh, but well, I mean, it's not like you as a Jets fan have much leg to stand yeah, on. Yeah, why from do you that want them to lose? Elijah Moore, St. Thomas is... Aquinas, Jamie Sherwood, Jensen Beach—they're full of South Florida kids. Why do you hate South Florida kids, Ken? Uh, I don't hate South Florida kids. I think that for me, and I know that I said Sixers fans, it's nothing against you when I started this topic. But for a lot of for a lot of it, the teams that I can't stand actually are because of the fan bases. Oh yeah. Uh, Jets fans are the worst. And yeah. Zach Wilson's face, he's someone you kind of want to lose. Yeah. Like, he has a very punchable face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so, for me, for me, I just, seeing what happened to the Sixers last night was so gratifying. Oh, Be- blue I, collar. I absolutely love it. Fight for everything. I scratch and claw. I mean, I with the, with the heat knocked out early, I've had more fun. And I don't know what this says about me. And maybe I need a psychologist or someone to characterize my personality or maybe I need to change my ways, but I've had more fun hate-watching the playoffs than I actually did at any point during the bubble last year. This has been amazing. Uh, to see the strife with uh, with uh, the, with the Clippers, the constant, are they going to do this again? But now they're fighting back like it's exciting. It's good. Um, to see the Jazz last night lose because apparently Dwayne Wade has adopted them now. Like, sorry, D-Wade, I'm going to be petty. Sort of glad that happened last night. Okay, by the way, the person who has to be happiest about the Sixers collapse is Donovan Mitchell because he was terrible last night. He was not good. And it's taken all the headlines away from how poor he was. He was the difference in the game. Yeah. Like, he he was not good at all. No, he definitely was not. Um, But seeing what's happened to the 76ers, 
Losing game one of that series. A game one where Joel Embiid came out with Ken, Triple City H. City of brotherly love. Come came, on. Came out with Triple H to do the... The, the ringing of the bell. The, the ringing of the bell. bell. And then he's doing like the suck it stuff. And like, it's just so lame. No, That's the suck such, it stuff is so awesome. It's so corny. It's so much better than the but dab that has replaced it for kids now. At least you we ran around doing... Well, <laughs> I was a little old to but be doing you it. You can't bring out Triple H and then do the suck it thing and then lose game one, which is what the Sixers Aww, did, okay? And fans. so now they're about to get knocked out. They're going to go back to Atlanta. They're going to lose. And then there's going to be questions about, wait... So Doc wasn't the difference? Maybe you have to start looking at the Australian guy who can't do anything outside of five feet. Maybe you have to start looking at that guy and realizing maybe he's not going to be the transcendent superstar superstar that you thought he was going to be. Oh, man, it feels good. The guy who impressed me, though, every single time I see him play is Steph's brother. Seth Curry? Oh, yeah. Man, can he play. Yeah. He's He's getting a hoop, man. He's excellent. He's like, he got so overshadowed that I feel like if he had a different name, he would be a much bigger name. Yeah. You would think, yeah. Oh, for sure. You would think his name would be bigger because of his brother, but I think he's just so far deep in that shadow. But he, when he comes off screens and shoots, it looks just like his brother. Yeah, yeah no, he's, he's a really... like the ugly beard thing, neck beard. He's a really good role player. He's a really, truly good role player. The only uh, guy who could score for them last night. He's more effective than Max contract to buy his hair. Oh, Long Island kid. Strong <laughs> Island. <laughs> Which teams do you love to see fail? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. It felt so good to get that 76er slander off of my chest. That felt How could so you do good. that to them? You know who... The Browns are another team I like to see lose, by the way. Why is that? I just their fan base. Is it like a Baker thing or is it the fan base? It's the, it's the fan base. So, and Baker, too. He's yeah. got a punchable face well, himself, usually like, for like Usually for me, usually for me, with, with the Cubs... Growing up in Chicago, like it was the fan base that I, I despised. I rarely hated someone on the Cubs, but it was the fan base where you just want to stick it to them. But this 76ers team, it is Embiid, and it is Simmons, and it is the fans. It's like the perfect, it's the perfect combination of everything that makes me so happy to see them lose. Browns fans, though, I feel like they're cocky even though they're never good at anything. Yeah. Like it's the worst. Well, it's because it's the dog pound thing, and they. Oh, I hate to. Oh, I, Raiders also because fans that dress up in costumes <laughs> games are the worst. They are the worst. What about Fireman Ed? How do you feel about him? I hated them. I hated them when I saw Models as a sporting goods store in New York. When they sold Fireman Ed T-shirts, I almost stopped being a Jet fan. I was so mad. I'm like, he's just a regular dude. Well, honestly, I think he's a fraud. He probably never even fought a fire in his life. I'm, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to go that far because I have no idea about his firefighting and background. And then he came back when they started to play good. He left That's the team the and then came back. Yeah, you can't he's be, a clown. You can't be a fan mascot for a team and then go fair weather. But then they have some other guy. He left and some guy was like, I know what I'll do. And he painted his face white and green, wore a big jet on his head and had a cape. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Fireman Ted. You're, <laughs> you're a grown man. Uh, jet man Jed. Oh, like, man. Enough. If you want to make sure that... Raider fans, go somewhere. If you want to make sure that you don't have to fall back on being a fan mascot and you can actually work in sports, boy, do I have a message for you right now. Let me tell you about the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. Ken Levicoli featuring Coquel is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. And let me tell you about the story of David Abruzzi. He was a young man who came to Boca Raton and decided, you know what? I'm going to get my MBA in sport management at Florida Atlantic. So what did he do? He signed up for courses on FAU's campus under the tutelage of Dr. Jim Reardon. And guess what happened? He got his MBA and then he went on to Dallas where he currently works 
as a member of the media relations team for the Dallas Cowboys. He's the conduit between the players, the Cowboys players, and national and local media. David Abruzzi, just another success story with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. We still have a lot to do in our final 20 or so minutes. Julian Zalavar, Elias Bustamante from our Deporte 760 sister station. They'll jump on to talk a little Euro soccer action. I'm leaving then. Why? I'm not doing soccer talk. Why? You guys do soccer talk. I'm walking out of the studio. Okay, that's fine with me. Completely fine with me. We're also going to give you a chance to win a $50 gift card. Five zero. Five zero. Fifty fifty dollar gift card for you hip kids out there. To Stormhouse Brewing in North Palm Beach when we play Stormhouse winning later on in the show. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063.